exclusiveness of this Jesus. Amen. That the early church says we'll have no other gods but Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We say what a mighty God we serve. Amen. We'll add another line to that. Jesus is the God we serve. Don't just say what a mighty God we serve. Name what his name is. Jesus is the God we serve. The angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. Jesus is the God we serve. Jesus is the God we serve. Jesus is the God we serve. The angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. Jesus is the God we serve. One more time. Come on, lift your voices. Jesus is the God we serve. Jesus is the God we serve. The angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. Jesus is the God we... Oh, come on, let's shout his name this morning. Jesus is the God we everybody standing this morning come on left your Jesus is the God we serve the angels bow before him heaven and earth adore him Jesus is the God we serve lift his name Jesus is the God we serve hallelujah Jesus is the God we serve. He's touching you right now in your body. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. Jesus is the God we Come on, tell the government who you serve this morning. Jesus is the God we serve. Hallelujah. Jesus is the God we serve. Oh, the angels bow before him heaven and earth adore him Jesus is the God come on speak to that sickness this morning in the name of Jesus Jesus is the God we serve hallelujah Jesus is the God we serve those angels bow before him heaven and earth adore him Jesus is the God. Imagine your brothers and sisters being fed to lions by the Roman government, feeding our brothers and sisters to the lions. But while they were going to the lions, they were singing, Jesus is the God we serve. My God, Jesus is the God we serve. Those angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. Jesus is the God we Come on, tell the governments of this world who you serve. Jesus is the God we serve. You heard that government? Jesus is the God we serve. Don't be ashamed of his name. The angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. Jesus is the God we serve. Give him a shout in his house. Hallelujah. 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 We need to pray. 
for our government. We need to pray for our leaders. We need to pray for the last day church. Amen. We need to pray because the Bible says in the book of Timothy, I need to read that to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 2. I exhort therefore that first of all, somebody say first of all. Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. For kings, for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Well, that's a mouthful. You notice Paul uses four words to stress our intercession for government leaders. We must have supplications. We must pray for them because you've got to understand there are the demons try to inhabit even the government leaders. The first choice of a demon is a human body. The second choice of a demon if it doesn't get a human body, is an animal. The third choice of a demon, if it doesn't get a human body or an animal body, is an object. An object. That's why in the last days, artificial intelligence and demonic intelligence will use robots and demons will enter robots and you will see them in the cities of America. Destroying many lives. This might seem far-fetched to you, but this is a reality. Even Hollywood believes it, although they don't have the holy word, amen, but even Hollywood believes it. Right. Yeah, you heard me right, said Hollywood. Even Hollywood believe it more than some preachers behind the pulpit. But what I'm saying to you is that we got to pray that God would raise up. Somebody say God would raise up. That's right, God would raise up. Thank you, Jesus. Governmental officials. To establish and promote justice across the land. Prayers. We need to pray wisely. Intercessions. A reference to our ability as believers. What an ability we have as believers to come before Almighty God on behalf of anybody. What a high calling. To come before Almighty God, the very throne of heaven, on behalf of anybody. What a privilege we have. From the little child that knows the Holy Spirit to the preacher of 40, 50 years. What a privilege we have to stand before the presence of God on behalf of anybody. And finally, he used the word thankfulness. Gratitude to God for what leadership he has provided in his house. Thankful to God for the leadership he has provided in his house. Thankful to God for the leadership he sets up in governmental places. It's amazing because our political leaders are often mostly non-Christians, mostly, it is easy to think what's the use of praying for them? But remember, 
If we pray for the leaders, maybe God will awaken some of them. Hallelujah. Because remember how God awakened Nebuchadnezzar. The most powerful leader of Babylon in the ancient world. Hallelujah. I am sure Daniel was praying for Nebuchadnezzar. Because the Bible said Daniel prayed three times a day. He would open his window facing Jerusalem. And he would pray three times a day. Hallelujah. And I believe he included Nebuchadnezzar in that prayer. And because he prayed for this wicked Babylonian leader. See, some of us, we are afraid sometimes. Hallelujah. To call it what it is. Hallelujah. But he prayed. And then one day, what did God do? God humbled Nebuchadnezzar. He went from being a star to being a monster. Hallelujah. From eating in the palace of Babylon to grazing the grass like an animal in the fields of Babylon. This is what God is going to do to the deep state government. Those that are hiding in dark places. He is going to bring them down. Because only one government is going to rule. It's the government of heaven. It's going to swallow up every other government. No government in this world is the church's answer. You better get that straight. There's no way you read from Genesis to Revelation that a government is the answer. Jesus Christ alone is our answer. I didn't come to preach this message today, but this is the way we are going. Paul makes it clear that Christians has a duty to pray for the state. Will protect the citizens and encourage an atmosphere where man can be saved. And come to the knowledge of truth. Are you listening today? We need to pray, amen, for the state, for the governmental officials, for the citizens of the land. That God would create an atmosphere through our prayer. That salvation and the knowledge of truth will be manifested. If we are not constantly in prayer for our leaders, we cannot complain. When our freedoms are taken away. You didn't get that. Only 20% of you got it. I says if we don't pray for our leaders. And we only complain. Our freedoms will be taken away from us. We sometimes underestimate. The power and the privilege we have. As citizens of God's kingdom. To bring heaven into the earth. To bring the influence of heaven into the earth. You're not just here in Claremont making up time. You're here to bring heaven into this region. That's why you're planted here until the Lord takes you to higher ground. Yes, he's going to take you to higher ground. But you're here now positioned for such a time as this to bring heaven into this atmosphere. Hallelujah. Say with me this morning, Lord Jesus Christ, through the power of the most important person, on the planet, the blessed Holy Spirit, I pray for the state, I pray for the government officials that you would raise a people to protect the citizens of this land and to encourage an atmosphere where men, women, young people, children, husbands, wives, families can be saved 
and come to the knowledge of the truth of the gospel of the kingdom of God. Give the Lord a shout in his house. Hallelujah. I want to turn your attention quickly to Proverbs chapter 29. Proverbs 29 and verse number 4. And I want to read it together. Proverbs 29 and 4. You know, you know what uh, version I use. I use the KJV version. I've been asked many times, what's the best Bible to read? Many people have asked me in different places, what's the best Bible? I said, the best Bible to read is the one you read. Because from the time you say, from the time you ask me what is the best Bible to read, you have just exposed yourself that you're not reading. Okay, and this is what it says in Proverbs 29.4. The king by judgment establishes the land. By what? Does what? Establish the land. But he that receiveth gifts overthroweth it. We're talking about those briberies now that takes place in government now. You notice the second part says, he that receiveth gifts overthroweth it. So the standard by which a godly government rules is justice. Such a standard does what? It connotes fairness, compassion, righteousness, justice, Honesty. Amen? Amen? And the sure punishment of those who are lawless. But there is a lawlessness in the land. And sad to say there is a lawlessness in the church. Amen. Not the true church. The apostate church is full of lawlessness. The true church we live by the laws of the kingdom of God. And when government officials violate the laws of the kingdom of God then we stand up and says, whose side do you think we're on? Remember one day Moses? You, you better read your Bible properly. Remember Moses in Exodus 32, 26? Moses stood up and said, whose side are you on? Those that are on the Lord's side, come over here and join me. Amen. And those that came and stood by Moses, the earth became solid. Hallelujah. Those who were not standing by his side, that's a different story. Are you listening to me this morning? Hallelujah. Whose side are you on this morning? Look what it says here. Proverbs 29, 2. Let's back up. The same chapter. Let's back up a couple verses. When the righteous are in authority. When the what? Uh, in what? The people do what? Rejoice. But when the wicked bear it rule, the people mourn. So this verse gives us the self-evident truth that a corrupt society makes life miserable for people. But when the society is obeying the word of God, oh, there is a rejoicing in the streets. Amen. Hallelujah. I said when we're obeying the word of God, there's rejoicing in the streets. Let's back up to the chapter before, Proverbs 28, 2. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 2. Read with me. When a land is in what? In rebellion, okay, transgression, right? But for the transgression of a land, many are the princes thereof. In other words, it's talking about a land that is in rebellion. Therefore, but by a man of understanding and knowledge, the state thereof shall be prolonged. Now look at the first situation. The first situation, the problems, the chronic problems, the violence, the rape, the lawlessness... The child incest, the crime, give evidence of an unstable society. 
a society that's in violation against the word of God. The nation's leaders rise and fall rapidly when they don't understand there is good and evil and make a clear distinction. But we are living in a time that Isaiah the prophet prophesied about where good is being called evil and evil is being called good. That's why we got to draw a line in the sand and take a stand and contend for the faith that's been delivered. That's how the power of the Holy Ghost will manifest. The power of the Holy Spirit will not manifest with semantics, religious semantics, religious jargon. It will manifest when we operate by the laws of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says he only gives the Holy Spirit to those who obey him. Not everybody that claimed to have the Holy Spirit have the Holy Spirit. You, you understand that. Or the Holy Ghost have a ghost, a, a different spirit. But not everybody. He only gives the Holy Spirit to those who obey the word of God. Not religious semantics. I've seen so many people fall under the power. But that doesn't move me. I've been on mountaintops where I've seen people fall forward on the mountain. And I knew that was the real power. Because when they got up their faces... Would not eat, didn't even have a scratch in it. I said, that's the real power. Hallelujah. Not everybody that falls in the church is falling with some real power. You know that. Remember when they came to get Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? And they brought the Roman soldiers? Amen. Hallelujah. And Judas did what? Kissed him. Betrayed him with a kiss. Not every kiss is a sweet kiss. Hallelujah. There's a lot of betraying kisses going around today. You watch who kiss you now. Hallelujah. But he says, the one I kiss. Hallelujah. And Jesus says, I am he. And when he says, I am he, they fell down. That's real power. Nobody pushed them down. Hallelujah. Nobody screamed in their ears. He said, I am he. And they fell in that garden. That's pure power. That's real power. The government, the Roman government sent for him. And he showed them the real government of heaven. He said, I am he. Hallelujah. And I'm saying, hallelujah, Jesus is in the heaven roaring right now. I am coming soon. Just like in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, I am he. He said, I'm coming quickly. And the governments of this world will bow down to me. Every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow. Every apostate church, every false preacher will bow. Every false government will bow. Every false person sitting in the pews of the church will bow. Now this morning when you went into your garage, pastor, did you turn into a car? No, I know, amen, you didn't turn into a car. Just because you're sitting in church doesn't make you a Christian. He walked into his garage and he didn't come into a car. Many of you just sitting in church making up time. But guess what? Hallelujah. Guess what? Even the devil comes to church. And sometimes he gets to church before you do. To laugh at you that you're not punctual. Hello now. Are you listening to me this morning? Amen. We got to understand if we're going to be revolutionary. If we're going to be revivalists, if we are going to be deliverers, if we are going to be signs and wonders amongst the people, we must be radical like Jesus. 
I didn't say rebellious. Pastor, what did I say? Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is our responsibility today. To be an oasis holding forth the word of life. If we are faithful to do this, individually and collectively, the Lord will give us an open door that no man can shut. Just be faithful to uphold the word. And that door will be open. It might be one big door. It might be many doors. But be faithful to uphold the word of life. Even if you're the only person standing. I remember when I pastored in New Jersey. Before I went to South Africa to live. For almost nine years. One young Spanish young man. Who was full of the word of God. And full of the power of God. He was only 15 years old. At the high school in Plainfield, New Jersey. He was surrounded after school by 15 other guys. Surrounded. And they were going to beat him up. He had no defense. But because this 15-year-old young man walked with Jesus and was baptized with the fire of the Holy Ghost, when he opened his mouth, the Lord arrested the 15 that surrounded him. The conviction of God came. And I tell him that power is being released right now. When you walk into the grocery stores, when you go into the marketplace, when you walk on the sidewalk, when you go to your job, hallelujah, you're walking in the anointing, the demonstration power of God. You're not standing in your own wisdom. You're standing in the faith and the demonstration of the Holy Spirit. These times are here again. These times are here where our very shadow in the streets will heal and deliver the people. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. Those that were being fed by the Roman government to the lions in the Colosseums of Rome. They were hiding under the shadow of the Almighty. Hallelujah. They were hiding under the shadow. Even Peter was under the shadow. So much so that when Peter walked in the marketplace, his very shadow healed the people because he was under the shadow of the Almighty God. God's end time church is getting under the shadow. You've got to understand, there is a shadow government. You think it's 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. There's a government behind that. Well, guess what? Behind the church, there is the government of heaven. And the true and living God is our shadow. And the true church hides under the shadow of the government of heaven. One of the things we should be watching for as we come to the close of this age is the movements among the religious groups of this world toward a united world church. And this united world church will be in bed with the wicked governments of this world. Regardless of their doctrines and their views, many of which are clearly contrary to the word of God. And we have been seeing this happening more and more, and even more openly. The biggest move of the one world church is the annihilation of all opposition. The biggest move of every wicked government is the annihilation of all opposition. And guess who that opposition is? Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. So guess what? You and I are being targeted. Our names are on the hit list. But guess what? We died a long time ago. I said we died. The moment we give our life to Jesus, we died. We've been passed from death unto life. There's no longer I that live it. But Christ who lives in me. 
I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live, yet not I, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Not even my own faith. I can't even boast in my own faith. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Who loves me? Jesus loves me. He gave himself for me. No wonder he has the right to say, you give to God what belongs to God. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but give me what belongs to me. Hallelujah. The one world church offers no solution to the flesh. I said the one world church offers no solution to the flesh. As a matter of fact, the one world church says you could do whatever you want with your flesh. And the one world government who is in bed with the one world church says you can do whatever you want also. If it feels good, do it. But there is a God in heaven who is watching. There is a God in heaven who is watching. Oh, he did watch and saw everything that was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. He saw everything was going and then he decided I'm going to come down. I'm going to come down. I'm going to set it straight. I am going to set it straight. Because when I originally made man, I put him to sleep and then I brought a woman out of him. Hallelujah. The way I made it is an Adam and a madam. Hallelujah. Adam and madam. Come on, say it with me. Say Adam. Madam. This side. Adam. Madam. Let's try this side now. Adam. Madam. Hallelujah. That's how it works. I am not standing here preaching to you this morning because Adam and Steve went to bed. Hallelujah. 55 years ago. No. It was Francis Selena and Monica Selena. They got happy one night. Hallelujah. I don't know if the lights were on or if the lights were off. And that's why I'm here this morning. But I'm telling you, if Adam and Steve had gone to bed, Christopher will not be standing speaking here to you this morning. So that's why I'm saying any laws from Caesar that violates the laws of God, we have to take a stand. We, but, and the early church actually paid the ultimate price. Thousands of them were slaughtered. Thousands of them received the guillotine. They were decapitated. Isn't it amazing the decapitators are back? Read between the lines now. I said the decapitators are back. You think, you think Clueless Network News is putting things like that? They're sending a message to the church. The decapitators from the French Revolution, we are back. And guess whose head we have in mind? The heads of John the Baptist preachers. Ooh, I'm telling you. This is a new salon, new barber, new barbering, end time barbering. Amen. Where they give you a short haircut. You better wake up now. Yeah, the sleeping church in America needs to wake up now. They're not playing games. The decapitators are back. They're back. They're back. And they're trying to rewrite the rules about marriage. They're trying to rewrite the rules about the church. Changing the laws. But I'm here to tell you the script you teach. Celibacy. Remaining single should not be embarked upon unless you have that gift of celibacy. Because if you do, you might become a pedophile. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know you, some of us think the way to a man's belly 
the way to a man when he's, is, is his belly. When he's hungry, you know how to make him happy. No, no, no. You, you, you're a few inches too high. Just let it settle a little bit. I said let it settle a little bit. The holiest part of your body, the holiest part of a man's body, the holiest part of a woman's body has been desecrated on CNN, on MSNBC. Right? And you still look at these things? Let me tell you, one day CNN, I've prophesied this many years ago, there'll be no more CNN. People didn't believe I prophesied a long, long time ago. It's, it's happening as I'm, I'm speaking to you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The only news that will remain is the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you, come on, you, that's where you should be shouting right now. That's where you should be shouting right now. You have that news. Why do you spend all this money every month looking at foolishness? Huh? Why do you spend all this money looking at clueless network news or confused network news? Well, I'll put it plainly, Clinton network news. Because even Paul called names in the Bible. Amen. When one was a sorcerer, he called them by name. Amen. I don't like to call names, but if I need to, I'll call it. Hallelujah. But the name I'm really interested in here this morning. Come on, shout that name. Come on, shout that name. Hallelujah. Marriage is a blessing. Come on, say with me this morning. Marriage is a blessing. In those. Without the gift. And even allowable to those who do not have the gift. You see what's happening in the Roman Catholic Church right now in Rome? Hmm? The papacy is probably... Do you realize the Vatican City is a nation by itself? Huh? Isn't it amazing? The Pope is around all that wall in the Vatican. Amen. He's around all that wall. Amen. And yet he will tell our president not to build a wall. China... Their leader will tell our president not to build a wall, and they have the largest wall in the world, 5,000 miles. The Mexican will tell our president not to build a wall, yet the southern part of Mexico has a wall. Guess where wall building started from? Do you know who started wall building? How do you read Nehemiah? Is Nehemiah in your... If you don't have Nehemiah, you have a wrong Bible. You, you better get yourself a different... Talk to the pastor after and let him get you a good Bible. He says, something's wrong here. Governments are not the originators of building wall. God told Nehemiah, you go to the king and you go back and build the walls of Jerusalem. And it was rebuilt in 52 days. Boy, getting silent here now. I tell you, when the truth is spoken, things happen. Things happen. You know, the walls of China was only invaded three times in, in Chinese history, when it was first, within the first, first 100 years of the building of the Chinese wall, it was invaded three times. And you know why it was invaded? Because the enemies bribed the keepers at the gate. You know why churches are destroyed? Because the walls of prayer have been broken down in the church. And bribery has come in the house of God. And so Jesus has to come in the house and make a whip and chase the money changers out. And build the walls of prayer back up. Well, not all walls are bad. There are good walls and bad walls. Hallelujah. And if you belong to the Lord, you need a wall of fire around you. You think when I'm in Pakistan surrounded by Muslims with AK-47s that can blow my brain out? 
If I don't have a wall of fire around me, my praise God, I wouldn't be standing here speaking to you this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You pray a wall of fire around your leaders. A wall of fire around the congregation. A wall of fire around your marriage. A wall of fire around your children. A wall of fire wherever you go. What are you talking about this morning? A wall of fire. If I perish, I perish. But I'm going to see the king. Yes. Hallelujah. A wall of fire. Content. Content for the faith. Content for the faith. Content for the faith. A wall of fire. 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 No weapon formed against you. Absolutely no weapon formed against you will prosper. God is saying this is the time to stand like you have never stand before. This is a time to stand like you have never stand before. This is a time to stand like you have never stand before. This is attack. This attack against you is to bring you to a higher place. A higher place. This attack against you is to bring you to a higher place. A higher place. A higher place. A place in the spirit that the enemy will not see you nor touch you anymore. High in the spirit. High in the spirit. High in the spirit. High in the spirit. God has called you to be different. God has called you to be different. He would say to you today, do not follow the crowd. But bring the crowd to me. Do not follow the crowd, but bring the crowd to me. Even if you stand alone, do not be afraid. The Lord is with you. You must be different. 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 No more holding back. No more holding back. No more holding back. The Lord has seen your pain. He has seen your suffering. He has rescued you many times from the spirit of death. He has kept you alive for such a time as this. Do not waste the second chance he has given you. Oh, they have laughed at you. They have tried to trap you. They have even scuffed at you. They said you're not going to make it. But the Lord says today, remember Caleb. Remember Caleb. Even when he had no strength, he looked at that mountain. He said, Lord, give me that mountain. Sometimes you feel like you have no strength left. But you look unto the hills from whence comes your help. Your help is coming from the one who made that hill. Who formed the spirit in you. Do not look to the left. Do not look to the right. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. Do not despise the little things that the Lord is doing in your life. It takes the many little things and it will become big. Do not despise the little things God is doing in your life. Because all those little things, when you thank Him, will become something big. That will destroy the works of the enemy. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, they came to Jesus. And the prayer that was prayed, they said, Lord, increase our faith. That's what they prayed. In Luke 17, they said, Lord, increase our faith. There is a demand for an increasing of your faith. Oh, the enemy have tried to weaken your faith. But you're standing strong. Hallelujah. You're standing strong, but not in your own strength, but in the strength of the Lord. In the strength, the Lord is your strength. Oh, I can hear that scripture, Hashabah. Second Samuel chapter 22, verse 33. Look at me. Second Samuel chapter 22, verse 33. Nothing's better than the pure word. I'm not going to tell you lies. Repeat with me. Say Second Samuel chapter 22, verse 33. Is my scripture from today. I put my name on it. For it declares, the Lord is my strength. And my power. That's what that verse says. The Lord is my strength and my power. Give a mighty shout in his house. Hallelujah. 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 You have a faith that doesn't give up. There's one Puerto Rican man for 40 years speaking the word of God. In a wheelchair for 40 years. And one day on the pulpit. After 40 years he just got up out of the chair. Hallelujah. I don't know when you're going to walk without it. But I know what you have faith that will never give up. And that's all the Lord is looking for. Hallelujah. Faith that will never give up. 